Welcome, welcome, welcome to our first full episode. This is Daddy's Girl coming to you from the podcast room, Abba El Shaddai. God, we thank you for another opportunity to bless your name, to give you honor, to give you glory, and to give you praise. We thank you for those who are tuning in today, that you will bless them, open up their the eyes and ears of their hearts, their minds, their spirits, their souls, God just want to love on you today. We just want to give you all the glory and all the honor. We just want to let you know, Father, that you are more than just God, Savior, King, uh, Sovereign Lord, created to us, that today we're going to speak of you as Daddy, as Father. So we thank you for being in the midst of us, for being among us, for leading and guiding us. Have your way, God, in this episode. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, all right, all right. So in our preview to the, um, the the intro episode, which is today, we promised to talk about the how the title came about, um, Abba El Shaddai. And, and for those of us who are familiar with um, the word Abba, knowing that it's a Hebrew word that means father or daddy, um, and El Shaddai has several different meanings, but the one that stuck out to me the most um, and and have the most impact to me is the meaning um, that says uh, more than enough. So the title Abba El Shaddai simply is saying, Daddy, you are more than enough. So today we are going to um, look at um, understanding God for who he is and knowing God as Abba. Um, to understand God is to see him through the eyes of the word who is Jesus the Christ. To see us through the eyes of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And to see the world through God's lens of love. And knowing God as Abba is to have a personal one-on-one intimate relationship with him um daddy you know to know him as daddy as a as a parent someone who cares about us on an individual level not just as a a general population not just as okay this is the the whole um world or this is the whole body of the church or this is you know this whole family or but to know us each of us individually one on one, you know, as just like parenting, you might have three or four children in the home, um, but you don't, you may not discipline um, each of them the same because they each have different personalities, that they're each at different stages and ages. And so you, you, you discipline them, you speak to them, you instruct them according to um, that level. And, and that stage and age that they are, you know, you, you, you do things appropriately, appropriate for their age, for their uh, mental capacities and things like that. God is the same way with us. He deals with us one-on-one 
he deals with us um on 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 the level that we're where we're at whether we are new christians babies in christ or we are striving christians we are at like a teenage stage where we you know we've we've passed the baby food but we're not quite mature yet you know and and so god deals with us and he wants us to have a personal relationship with him so let me give you a little bit of a back story on um my take on how um god god has come to be more than just you know a sovereign lord or creator or king or savior to me because you know growing up in a pentecostal church pentecostal setting and in the culture um where i grew up which is in, in one of the the caribbean islands um this culture where children were mostly seen and not heard often silenced rather than given a voice we simply did what we were told to do at least most of the time until we didn't and then we got into trouble um so whatever we were told about god that's what we believed so we must first understand that young impressionable children who are constantly given a vivid description of a personal thing usually paints their own picture of that person or thing in their minds so if good is repeatedly spoken of that person the picture would be uh cheerful and bright i mean even with colors of joy and happiness and even smiles and flowers and you know we do all of that as as children um or some kind of heroic figure even we might paint or draw well the opposite is true when bad is repeatedly spoken um that picture then seems to be more somber or dark and dreary or may even um depict a villain of sorts or rather than rather than a hero you know um so the picture that i painted of god at that young impressionable age depicted more of the latter he was a huge gigantic figure in the sky with a seriously mean look of vengeance so as one just waiting to hammer me or send me to hell forever or uh, you know or the moment i mess up or did something considered to be bad or wrong or sinful and that was the picture i had in my head um you know so why did i paint such a horrid and inaccurate picture of god our father because all i heard about him nearly all the time was you better not do this or you better not do that if you do bad god will strike you down send you to hell you know i'm sure that's not all um that was said about god but it was what i heard often enough to paint that picture especially um at such a young age you know 9 10 you know and so at the age of 12 and 15 and and even 18 and 20 i was still trying to be the perfect little christian because even though some um lighter brighter colors had drizzled in um the dark picture i had painted at 8 or 9 or even as young as 7 still hung in the back wall of my mind i don't remember anyone telling me that god will forgive me if i messed up and or do bad if i failed at something or say a bad word or entertain a bad thought or hold a grudge behaved inappropriately i don't remember anyone telling me um even at a preteen or teenage stage that god is good and he's a good good father who loves us no matter what we do you know that that even though there are consequences to our choices 
God's love never changes, you know, that God himself never changes. I don't remember any sermons that, that talks about God being more than just a mighty, powerful being waiting to condemn um, everyone and condemn us all if at, at every sin and every time we, we messed up. I never heard that he wants to personally get close to me or talk with me or sup with me and, and, and be that awesome daddy that I know he is now. You know, uh, I, I know that now, but back then I didn't, I didn't hear all of that. The crazy thing about this is that my painting of Jesus <laughs> has always been different from that of God the Father. Jesus was my friend in my mind. He was my close, silent friend that I loved for dying for me. All I can remember hearing constantly was that Jesus died for me. And if that wasn't enough to convince me of how much Jesus loved me, there were always songs that we sung to remind us. Songs like, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And we go into, yes, Jesus loves me. Or there are pictures of a hanging, crucified Christ everywhere. I mean, with wherever you look, in the churches, in your homes, wherever you go, there was always a picture, one or two pictures of a hanging, crucified um, Christ with blood trickling or sometimes um, streaming down his face to persuade us that it's true, that he died for us. So it's fair to say that God and Jesus were like the good cop, bad cop scenario in my mind. And let's not even talk about the Holy Spirit. He was the one who made everybody dance, shout, throw down, move benches, kick chairs. The one who caused hats to fly off and people to fall out all over the churches, red carpeted or wooden floors. You know, I, I wondered how many of us still have those kinds of paintings taking up space unnecessarily in our minds and in our hearts. Space that God wants to fill with his sweet, holy presence, letting us know how deeply he cares about every detail of our lives, space that God wants to use to permanently paint his infinite, unconditional, amazing, eternal love in our hearts and in our lives, you know, on the canvas of our minds and and and, and take away, erase the, the, the pictures and the paintings and the, and the mindsets that we have now that we still clinging to, you know, and God wants to come in and, and really just take over and, and just show you on what a good, good father he is. I don't know, you know, what picture you have painted of God, the father of God, the son, Jesus Christ, of God, the Holy Spirit. But I, what I do know is that the Bible presents evidence to us, the one of the one true living God and the father um, he's, he's, he's three in one, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, that's another topic for another time. But whatever, whatever picture you have painted in your minds um, of God that is inaccurate and, and is certainly um, not true, I, 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 I want to help you to understand who God really is to us or wants to be to us um, on a personal level you know, a more intimate level. Like he is not just the creator of the universe. He is not just the sovereign, holy God. He's not just the, the one who has saved us and, and delivers us or transforms us. He, he's not just the, the 
the majestic one and the awesome one and you know is all those things are wonderful and he is all of that he really is he truly is all of that but he really wants more than anything to show us that more than anything else he wants to be personal with us he wants to be that good good father he wants to be that daddy that one who will pick you up in his arms when you are hurting and and comfort you and just you know, you know just put his arms around you and, and just let you rest in him and and just let you put your head on his shoulder on his bosom and and just tell him all of your troubles and cry if you must or just lay there without a word and and just feel his warmth and his love and his amazing presence and he just wants to show us that he is that good good father and he wants to be personal with us that's like a, a, a really good dad he's not going to be standoffish he's not going to watch you hurting and not give you a hug or try to fix it or try to make you feel better he you know a, a good good father will wants to take he wants to take care of your wounds he wants to 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 comfort you he wants to um hear about your day he wants to hear about what's bothering you what's troubling you he wants to hear about what makes you happy what causes you to just be so del delighted and and excited about something he wants to know what's going on in your life he wants to know he wants you to and not that he doesn't no, he doesn't see because he is the uh, um, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient God. He he knows everything. He's everywhere, every time. But he what he wants is for us to come to him, and and have that personal. He wants us to want him. He wants us to want him, just as you know, two friends become best friends not because they just see each other and say okay we're gonna be best friends forever but because they get to know each other they get to know likes and dislikes they even have disagreements and and arguments that that kind of work out certain kinks and figure out what buttons that they shouldn't push and and get to know the the real um depth of each other and you be, and they become friends because they can love each other through anything you know and and god wants us to be that way with him because he wants to be that way with us and you know he wants us to be close he wants that distance to close in he wants to fill that gap he wants um there to be no distance between us and him no distance you know that's that's the closest that he wants and and so we look at him he is a, a you know um contrary to what you know um i thought of him as a young child what the Bible says of God is is so beautiful. And I want to read just a little bit of um, Psalm 145. I'm just going to pick out a few verses like 8 and 9, 14, 18, 20. Um, just a few verses. But let's just listen to the kind of God that he is and the kind of father he wants to be to us. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He also will hear the cry and save them the lord preserves all who love him but all the wicked he will destroy 
and when we talk about when the, when the the scripture mentions all those who fear him um not necessarily you know like we're afraid of him like i was afraid of him as a young child just seeing him as this you know big gigantic you know mean meaning in the sky but a reverent fear uh you know a reverence for god acknowledging that he is um, the holy God that he is all powerful you know acknowledging who he is and and coming to him that way you know knowing who he is but also coming to him with um, that boldness he talks about he says come boldly to my throne of grace you know just come boldly you know children never um, come to their parents to say anything or ask anything in a shy way um, unless there's a reason for it, but, um, generally children, if they want something, they just, they, they don't even think about it twice. They just come and just, mommy, can I have this? Daddy, can I have that? Mommy, can I have this? Daddy, can I have that? You know, and they ask what they want because they expect to get what they ask for. And that's exactly how God wants us to come to him is to come boldly expecting, um, to get what we ask for. I just want to read a, a couple of other verses. Um, it shows us where God wants to be father. And daddy to us um first second corinthians 6 and 18 it says and i will be a father to you and you shall be sons and daughters to me says the lord almighty and mark 14 36 when when jesus um cried out to god in the garden as father he says abba father all things are possible to you i i almost hear him saying daddy father daddy you know, all things are possible to you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. So virgin says, not my will, but your will be done. Romans 18, um, Romans 8, sorry, 16 to 17 um, talks about the spirit of God bearing witness to God that he is our father. Galatians 4 and 6 um, talks about sons and daughters and the sons here is not gender specific but refers to both sons and daughters just as the term man is used throughout scripture from the time God said let us make man in our own image and he made both male and female so man um, in the Bible means um, both male and female um, also yeah, um, if we look at Romans 8, 14, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. We just talked about um, part of that. Romans, Galatians 3, uh, 26, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And and it goes on and on. And all through scripture, you can see where God talks about us as sons and daughters. So we have got them into the kingdom and we are now um, in a, a new family, you know, adopted into his family as his sons and his daughters. But just know that God is a tender, merciful God and he's a loving father full of compassion and full of love and and he's just so sweet and he's just so beautiful and as you read through the scriptures that speaks of God, that speaks of Jesus Christ, that speaks of the Holy Spirit, I, I pray that you will find um, where God is calling you to that sonship um, but he's calling you to be personal. He's calling you. I love the verse that says, um, you know, where he says, just come, come, let us reason together. You know, though your sins be as scarlet, 
they shall be as white as snow. That means don't don't let your sin cause you to be separated from me. He's saying, you know, I already paid the price for you. I already paid the price for your sins. If you just come, just come. Just come to me. Come and just sit with me. Just tell me about it. I want to hear what you have to say. Just come to me. Just come. Just as you are. Because when we come to God, our Father, just as we are, He will not leave us as we are. He will take us as we are, but He will not leave us as we are. He will always clean us up. He will always make us better. He will always um, bring transformation because He has a great plan and purpose for our lives. And he will not, he was not going to leave you in your mess or in your sin or in your shame or in your guilt or in your depression. He is a good, good father who desires to see you have good things, the best. That's why he has the best laid plans for you, the best. I mean, we can think of, uh, you know, good plans for ourselves and what we think is the best plans for ourselves and for our lives. But God has the best plans for us. Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us that he knows the plans he has for us. He knows those plans. And they are plans that that are, are not made to harm us, but to prosper us, to, to give us hope in a future. Plans that we can have that expected end, you know. And, and God is just so good. If you, we just trust in him to uh, bring about his plans in our lives, if we just trust in him to do that, you know, that's the best decision that we're ever going to make. Um, after we accepted Christ Jesus, is to allow God to have control. And so this is all we, we just have for today. I wanted to share with you that backdrop of um, how I looked at God as a young child and how I see him now. You know, he is He is a beautiful, beautiful daddy to me. And, and this is why I, I say, you know, this is daddy's girl because I am. And so are you. You are daddy's girl. You, you are daddy's child. You, you're daddy's son or daughter. And, and he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And he wants that personal relationship. That personal, personal relationship. That one-on-one that nobody else can have with him for you. We have leaders and we have teachers and we have those who inspire us and those who mentor us and those who help us. But no one can have that personal one-on-one relationship with God for you. But you, nobody but you can have that relationship. Nobody but you. It's one-on-one. So when you talk to God, don't think that you have to have fancy words and you have to be in a certain position. I mean, it's good to be in a, in a posture of humility, whether you're on your knees or what. But you can be washing dishes. You can be... Uh, you know, in the bathroom, you can be laying on your pillow, you can be driving in your car, wherever, just talk to him, just talk to him, be honest with you, be honest with God, and just tell him about your day, about your troubles, about your your problems, your expectations, your dreams, your joys, your woes, you know, he wants to hear all about it, he cares about you so much that he knows every hair on your head, every strand of hair, God knows. That's how deeply he cares about you. That's how much he wants to know every detail of your life. He wants you to share it with him. He wants to know that you want him. He has created us with a free will, meaning that we are, he gave us the freedom to make a choice. And I pray that you will make the choice to get to know him as daddy today. Start today, if you have not already, and get to know him as daddy. We're signing off for today. I pray that God will continue to be with you, that 
He will hold you and wrap you in his arms, that he will love you, um, that you'll feel his love because he just loves you more than anything, that you will feel his love. Um, more than anything else you will feel his love you can you can tune in to us we are on anchor we are on breaker we are on google podcast we are on pocket cast radio public and spotify and you can tune in to abba el shaddai so until our next episode in three weeks um god bless you we will have also um a weekly worship and prayer just very short um no more than uh 10 to 15 minutes of worship and prayer coming to you on a weekly basis and the Abba El Shaddai podcast episodes will be coming to you um, for now every three weeks. So we're looking forward to have you tune in. You can leave your comments um, on whatever platform you tune in at. You can feel free to leave your comments and I pray that God will bless you. Until then, have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. May God watch over you. May his face shine upon you and may you stay in his presence. Until next time. This is Daddy's Girl signing off.